0: Welcome to The Human Factor, where we talk about the challenges of being a human, but more importantly, taking something that might be seen as a challenge, how do we flip it to becoming an advantage? It always starts at learning more, and that's what The Human Factor is all about. I'm definitely not an expert, but I can definitely talk about the things that I've learned, and maybe we can learn about something together. Who knows, maybe you can teach me something. But it's about growth mindset, so buckle up, let's chat about where I'm up, but for science and engineering and just becoming a better person. Let's do it. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to The Human Factor, where we talk about being a human in this world surrounded by science and math and all of this stuff. What does it mean to be a confident human being? And we're going to break it down. We're going to talk about how it's not a binary thing, you're confident or you're not confident and it's more about figuring out your confidence level in everything around you almost as if you have a scouter that helps you figure out whether something is a certain confidence level or not. It's over 9,000! What 9,000? We're going to talk about this idea of building confidence and confidence levels and how it's really not zero or one, red or blue, or confident or not confident. So let's talk about the scientific mindset and being a human in this week's Human Factor episode, and we'll show off our 3D printed scouter in just a bit. Thanks for joining us, and Happy New Year. All right, folks, so before we start, let's just break down some context on who I am in case you're new, but also for the conversation, right? We're kind of entering this world that is not my expertise, but I'm sharing things that I've learned in the hopes that maybe it helps you pick up and run from there. Maybe it's a bit of inspiration. Maybe it's a moment to think about something for yourself. But the idea here is for this to be helpful, and it's just advice from another person trying to figure it out. But my name's Alex, I'm obviously a podcaster here on this podcast today in space where we talk about all things space, but during the day I'm an engineer, I have a 3D printing lab in the basement where we 3D print stuff, we're going to talk about uh, our scouter here in a second, but we are constantly making things and bringing things into reality with 3D printing, so that's a huge part of what brings us confidence on a daily basis here. Um, the daily grind of being an engineer and solving problems, and and finding patterns, and using a scientific method to help figure out what went wrong and how to help the customers of the company that I work for be successful. I also went to school for aerospace engineering, so I've got a lot of STEM background. But at the end of the day, I'm a human being, and confidence is something that I dealt, I had to deal with a lot in my journey of becoming an engineer. And so one way to think about this and confidence, especially from an engineering perspective, is like software, right? So you grow up, you learn the OS of your family, you're you're built up in this environment, and you have this original software that you use that's your base code, right? And then you grow up a little bit more, you go to college, you start figuring out other things that are out there and implementing different software, maybe patches. Some people just wipe it clean and start over. For me, I think about something like this, like confidence in that I had to find another patch for my software for confidence because for me, I went to school as an early engineer. Um, You know, in high school, I started behind, I guess you could say. Um, And I wanted to... Have the I was lucky enough to have the opportunity where my math teacher in freshman year gave me the opportunity because I was the second in the class for grades to potentially, he would sign off for me to take two math classes the year after, my sophomore year, and then my junior year, I would take two math classes, and basically by my senior year, I would be in those top level classes because I wanted to go to school for engineering or math or, or something like that. So in order of where I was freshman year in the class rank, I really needed to, this opportunity to get to this next point. And I took it. Was I confident? No. But my teacher gave me that little bit of confidence that I could even do that because he believed that I could do that. And I owe a lot to that teacher and many other teachers and people in my life that got me going. But if you're going through life, especially when you become an adult and you get out of school, you have to learn your own software, your own OS, in order for life to get a little bit more manageable for you, right? If you just go with the same stuff you had in your brain from high school to college like I did, (laughs) and you don't update stuff, it's really hard to have any kind of confidence. I struggled in school. So that is the background on where we're coming at from where I'm talking about with confidence. And it's really important because I think, especially in today's world, we're seeing so many people be insecure. We're humans. We all have insecurities. But they're like on tilt. They're just completely out of whack. And a lot of the stuff, the anxiety, the fear, the things like that are from this idea that you are either confident or you're not. And that's where we want to break this down and talk about this. Confidence to us is not a binary thing. It's not a one or zero, or it's under 9,000 or over 9,000, right? It's about levels, and it's, for us, it's about using science to filter the world that's happening in front of you. Like, is this, you know, it, it can go as simple as is that person upset at me? I think I noticed that they had like a reaction when I said something or it could be we're exploring this project at work. Things aren't going well and we have to figure out what is the root cause of that problem coming from my world as an engineer. This is, this is a very common occurrence with the real world. We have a theory, we design a product, we put it out there and then we see how it really works. And, so my job on the daily basis is once that thing goes out there, I deal with all the things that don't go according to plan and have to figure out what is causing it so that, we, that way I can tell the engineers, hey, there's something going on, here's what it is. So that requires like a razor sharp, if you're going to be good at it, if you're going to be great at it, it requires a razor sharp approach and knowing, like, what can you say with confidence? And it's about confidence levels. So let's talk about confidence versus ego, right? Because I think this is really important. Um, and I think these are the definitions that most people talk about when we're talking about confidence versus ego. If we take the definition here of confidence, right? A belief or conviction that an outcome will be favorable. It's also a belief in in the certainty of something and the belief in the effectiveness of one's own abilities or in one's favorable acceptance by others and self-confidence. So that is like the definitions that I feel like are going around, especially that third one and that first one, a belief or conviction that an outcome will be favorable, but more in one's favorability with acceptance by others. With ego, how do you know whether it's confidence or ego, right? So, if we look up the definition of ego, there's a psychoanalysis route, right the self, especially how you see yourself distinct from the world around you, or I think what a lot of people are using ego for today and where we're gonna go with it is an exaggerated self uh sense of self importance or conceit, but also that they are a hundred percent correct, right the binary I think that's an ego driven confidence what we would consider confidence and I think what's more helpful in the real world is statistical confidence, right? So the definition of statistical confidence or confidence level, it's a bell curve, right? And you've probably seen those before. And your level is the confidence coefficient. And the confidence coefficient, if we take the definition here, is the confidence level stated as a proportion rather than a percentage. The higher the coefficient, the more certain you are that your results are accurate. You can have a 0.99% coefficient, which is 99% confident, but you never see a 1% or 100% confidence because you're never 100% confident of anything. And I think from a science perspective and an engineering perspective, that's super important to start off the bat as your, like, guideline for confidence levels. There is no 100% confident, and that's a good thing. The game is about figuring out what is your confidence level and getting it as high as possible. But more importantly, it's not that you are confident or y- you you become, like, you just are confident. That's not, that's the 100%. That, to us... <laughs> is where the ego comes in. And as a young engineer, that's exactly where I found myself, was I thought that as the engineer, I had to be 100% confident. And so I struggled to reach that perfection, lazy perfection as as now I call it, but it was either I'm 100% confident or I'm 0% confident. (laughs) And very often, I ended up pretending I was 100% confident while in reality being 0% confident. And that's delusion. We're not trying to do that, especially as an engineer where some of the decisions that I'm making on what's going to happen could damage something, it could cost money or in the aerospace sense, especially with like planes, there's with people's lives uh and and rockets and spacecraft, those are people's lives at stake. So you want to be really clear on what your confidence is and why you got there. And so that brings us to if you aren't just confident, if it's not a binary thing, then what do you do? How do you build your confidence level? And that's what it's all about. That's why good scientists, in our our opinion, are the ones, the confident, the STEM confident individual in the room is going to approach it as a very strategically spoken thing so that they can properly say how confident they are in whatever it is. So a, an ego-confident person in the room is going to speak in definitives, like, we're, we're totally confident this is going to happen, or this is definitely going to work. Things are going to be great. That's not the confidence we're looking for. <laughs> that sounds more like, given the test that we've done, we've run 5,000 hours of tests, we've seen 89% success, in this scenario when we use these materials. If we include the other materials of the other stuff we have available, it drops down to 59% with those 5,000 hours. So we're confident that in the first year or so of the product being out there, it's gonna succeed like so, but we have no confidence in the things that would happen if we release these other two materials. So if we're going to release them, we would suggest more resources placed here because that's where our risk is. And that is where developing your own scouter for life comes important, right? That's where and why we 3D printed this Dragon Ball Z scanner, scouter, because number one, I grew up with Toonami and, you know, anime had hit the States right when I was a teenager. So anime is huge for me. My brother does a YouTube channel and a podcast called Weebs and Weights. You should go check him out if you're into anime and stuff like that. But for us, the scouter is really important. You, it, you've probably seen the meme of Vegeta seeing Goku's power level go over 9,000. It's over 9,000! Crushes it in his hands. I'm not going to do this to this. <laughs> but for this podcast, we 3D print things uh, when when we have episodes. So what I wanted to do was get this scouter and 3D print it so we could use it to talk about this idea. Because this the scouter was how they determined the power levels of other people. And when Goku comes back from the dead and meets Nappa and Vegeta on Earth, they see his power level go over 9,000. So these warriors were going planet to planet, fighting people, and they would have confidence in who they were fighting because of this scouter. And we can do that ourselves as we go through life and look at things. Personally, I use the scientific approach for that type of thing. So when when I'm talking about stuff out in the real world, bringing it back to the human side of things. There are so many things that are coming at us on a daily basis and there are so many things you could care about. The world that I grew up in, the 90s, the early 2000s, when things were a lot simpler, you had less things coming at you. And so you didn't have, you had confidence in the things that existed before because they were the same for the people before you. We don't live in that world anymore. So we're all taking our baseline operating system and we're trying to update it as best as possible. For me, the scientific method, becoming an engineer, becoming a good engineer was huge for me. And that's, that's where I'll close this out, talking about the story of confidence. So again, I talked about how I was going into the world with confidence as an engineer, but fake confidence, ego confidence, and... When I, and it took me a while in school because I, because of that insecurity, I wasn't asking for help. I thought I had to portray the fake it till you make it. I thought I had to portray that confidence, and obviously my grades were not reflecting that. So it took me seven years to graduate as an aerospace engineer. I did graduate, but I switched to the workforce about three years in because. At the end of the day, was I not a good engineer? Was I not succeeding at these classes because I wasn't good at engineering? Or was it because I had a learning disability? Or I just wasn't piecing it together? Or maybe I just wasn't confident. So how do you build confidence? You get experience. And that's what I did. I worked in an injection molding shop in Connecticut, uh, Westminster Tool, the Coombs family and everybody, everybody down there took care of me when I was in my least confident uh, time. And I, I was also addicted to cigarettes. Our first Human Factor episode talks about addiction. This is like the nexus point of the change and when the podcast came into my life too. So confidence can be built through experience. And I think that's something that's demonized today because it's either cringe or because so many other things come so easy, digging deep to get good at something is just not cool right now. And that doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> I've been doing uncool things for a long time, and I don't care. <laughs> um, it's about becoming a good engineer. That's what it's been. And and that journey of getting experience at a tool-making shop and learning research and development engineering and and. Having to learn something that nobody else has ever done before, that's what brought me to 3D printing. So confidence needs to be built with continuous small steps, right? You could take bigger ones as you go on, but you're not confident, right? You have to analyze the risk of what's out there. So for me, for engineering, the risk was getting hurt or or saying something that's not true and speaking out of turn and with ego. So I learned a lot about how to talk about things, how to approach things, but more importantly, how to learn. And that is when my confidence levels started to really rise. So all of this is to say, if you're feeling not confident or you feel anxious and worried about what could happen, my recommendation as a someone who's very insecure and has built myself up enough that my confidence levels are you know, in the 70s, 80s, and at now with 3D printing stuff, my confidence level is high. It's in the 90s, 95s. For space, it's 85, 90 on that stuff, and I know when to say I don't know something. So that's the balance between confidence and ego and making sure that you don't overstep what you actually know and just be honest about what you don't. Because if if you're truly trying to learn and you're tr- truly trying to become better, then that's kind of the next step is to build your confidence. So I hope that thinking about confidence as a level as opposed to binary, am I confident or not, it opens you up for the possibility of growing. And that's really what's gonna make you better. That's what helped make me a good engineer. I found out that working in the industry, working with engineers, making something every single day was just better for me. I felt better at the end of the day. I felt like I accomplished something, which was hugely important in me being able to gain confidence. 3D printing also helped me become a better engineer, right? like Now I can have an idea and say, hey, I want to have a DBZ scouter on the podcast this week. I just went into a CAD software and designed this and 3D printed it, and here it is. Like, it's it's, it's wild that, that I can do that. Like, to me, it's crazy to think that back then when I was building my confidence that I would just be able to do this, just think about it and put it out there. That's a combination of over 15 years of CAD, of, of designing in 3D. That's 10 years of 3D printing and having our our own 3D printer in our lab and running a business and working at a company that sells 3D printers and working with all these different materials, metals, composites. It's from the experience that I can come on this podcast and talk to you with some confidence or at least with some level of authenticity and know where I'm not stepping over bounds and being egotistical about it. I'm not perfect. I'm I'm definitely going to say things that are wrong from time to time. But as I continue to keep doing this podcast and talk about things that are going on in space and follow and learn and observe, that changes my confidence over time. And what I wish for all of you is if you are looking for a boost in confidence or to change things, if you're feeling anxious or fearful or like you want to change what's going on in your life for the better, you can do it. And what I would recommend is thinking about building your confidence in whatever you're doing in levels. Be honest to start with where you are, what you know, what you don't know. And then go about doing things. Just start because the best way to build confidence is with experience, especially hands-on experience. I mean, just take our our next level, right? One of my other jobs was working at a 3D scanning company. Back then, uh, we were using, you know, very high-quality professional scanners. We talked about in our episode uh, over the holidays with Matt Schricker of Bastronomy. But we talked about 3D scanning and how far it's come. From $10,000-plus machines to this RevoPoint Inspire scanner, which was $250. And what I did was I wanted that scanner. The first version, obviously, is just a prop, right? We weren't actually hoping that this was gonna stick onto my ear. It was just for play. But I figured, all right, I might wanna dress up for this for cosplay one time. So let's scan my ear and my face around there so I can make this custom, right? Because I have glasses. I'd like to just be able to keep the glasses on. Um, I've also got a big dome. so. And and some weird ears. So I was like, well, let me scan my ear and I'll use that as a template to find my like forehead distance and all that stuff. And then we made this. Is it perfect? No. I would never have done this if I needed 100% confidence. But I figured out that the hook around my ear, the fit is perfect. I've got to thicken some things up, but I'm building my confidence. And I'm not waiting until I'm 100% confident or even 70% confident before I move forward with an idea. The confidence is through every single 3D print and every single design. And that is iterative as a process. That's the iterative design process. That's how you slowly build things in. And as an addict and as someone who took that addictive personality and energy from, from smoking cigarettes a pack plus a day, I put that into becoming a good engineer. And I would argue I'm working towards being a great engineer. And 3D printing and the iterative process, I'm working towards being a good and greater person every single day. It's all intertwined. It's all intermingled. But confidence is not a one or zero. It's not a yes or no. It is a level. So go out there. Check your levels on everything. Don't talk out of turn. But speak up when something is truthful. And we can only do that with some confidence and figuring out what level it is. So that is the human factor for this week. If you've stayed this far, thank you so much. I talk into the abyss, and it's amazing to see how many people are out there uh, who are dealing with the same thing. Whether you're in STEM or you like space or science and you find yourself on this podcast, we thank each and every one of you for everything this year and for everyone who's been following along. This has been a huge, huge year for us, growing-wise, and we just want to say thank you and Happy New Year, and we hope things get better for you and for all of us here. But we need to work towards building that fantastic future for all of us. So we'll take one step towards that here on this podcast. Thank you for being a part of it. Welcome, 2024, and we're excited for everybody here there's going to be a ton to follow up on next year, and we're excited for you to be on the road with us. So thanks for joining us for today in Space Podcast. I'm your Space Science Podcast host from the East Coast, Alex Giorfanos. Be well, and Happy New Year. See ya.